Hey everyone, I've got an exciting announcement before this week's episode. Justin and I have been invited to perform at the Albuquerque Podcast Festival. That's right, our first live amazeballs in front of an audience. Holy shit, this is going to be cool. It's September 23rd, we're going to be streaming it live, and if you're in the area, you can even come and be in the audience. That would be amazing, come and support us. Uh, if you want details, go over to fapcheck at facebook.com. The episode will post afterwards, um, we're still recording it. It's going to be a two-parter, we're kind of venturing into new territory here, it's exciting. We're going to be reviewing two anthology series. We're sticking with Amazing Stories, and doing the episode Hell to Pay. We're also doing the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror anthology named Hell to Pay. So keep an eye out for that. Hit us up on social media if you want any information. All right, on to this week's episode. Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Justin. And this is Amazeballs! Justin, this ain't your mama's Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's right, because it's your grandmama's Beetlejuice. Oh! Hey, hey! Hi! You the Tuckers? Yeah. Oh, sorry about this stuff. This stuff yours? Mm-hmm. Tony. Oh! Tony's the father. Yeah, hi! Oh, oh, you bought the house. Your dudes weren't here when the real estate agent showed us around. <laughs> no. What are those, kids? Yeah, one of each. Cute. I love it. So far. Today's episode is, uh, it's Boo. Yep, it sure is. Another one by Steven Spielberg and some of his friends. Uh, you guys made... It's directed by the guy who does, like, The Burbs. Inner Space. Gremlins. Gremlins 2. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of classic 80s movies. Uh, him and his buddy, actually, the writers, were also worked on those movies. Right. Um, but this... Didn't really get any of that kind of vibe from this, but... No, we mentioned Beetlejuice in the header because... Yeah, it was the very sto Beetlejuice. The story is so similar. Uh, it... Kind of like the first... Well, it was Beetlejuice without Beetlejuice. The first half hour or so of Beetlejuice. Right. <laughs> the same setup without any of the awesomeness. Well, we didn't get well, to I see mean, the couple die. Yeah. Uh, so we were in a house, a big house. This thing's enormous. And a couple's moving out who has a children, a boy and a girl. Mm -hmm. it's and like the, a new the couple's moving in. The picturesque family. like it, It's like the nuclear, the nuclear family. family. Yeah. Mom, dad. 2.5 two, kids. 2.5 kids. <laughs> they probably, yeah. There's a pet in there somewhere. And uh, here we get to a question that the mom asked, which kind of threw us for a loop. We had to think about it. And this is, do we move the phone? <laughs> do we take the phone? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, there's going to be a phone there. I'm just like, wait, is that, that used to be a thing? No, like, he says it'll be there when we get there. Yeah. the movers will move it. So they are moving the phone, but they don't. she doesn't have to worry about it is what oh, he gets at. Oh, okay. You do move your phone. It's an old rotary phone. At the new house, there'll be a phone jack, which you plug your phone into. See, I was thinking that they were just, like, leaving random stuff. Like, they're like, oh, don't worry about it. There'll be another phone there. We'll yeah. leave this phone. There'll be another house phone there. We were both wondering, like, like what? when you move, <laughs> how do you choose which appliances you take? 
Because <laughs> we both moved into houses that had refrigerators and obviously stoves. A long time ago. Like, nowadays, like, stoves, yeah, you can't take that shit. Yeah. But um, nowadays, it's like, you take everything with you when you move. Unless it's installed, I guess. Like, you can have the microwaves that are installed in the counters. You probably leave those. I, I don't I know. no idea. <laughs> Never gonna own a house in my life. Like, don't have to worry about that. Uh, so, uh, they are going to bed in this scene, and she mentions that she heard music coming from the attic last night. And this isn't a new thing. They've lived in the house, like, ten years, they say, or something? Yeah, and they know it's haunted, but they're, like, friendly ghosts. I think the mom knows it's haunted, and the dad kind of just... Always well, brushes it off. But he he told that story about how he was sh- sh- shaken awake. I think that was story progression. I think that was to show that he's gonna miss the house. Because at first, it seems like she's the one who really cares. Yeah, he does not want to move back to the house. Yeah. It's all her. Uh, so what happens is uh, the new buyers come the next day. One of the best entrances ever. Oh, man. He just man. fucking pulls in... In a, like, red-hot sports car. Uh-huh. Drives over the lawn and smashes into some boxes that Wearing stacked up. Wearing some crazy sci-fi sunglasses, too. Right, yeah, like... And then he had, like, the full leather pants. Both of them had full leather. Uh, she had the red leather dress. And then he had, like, the button... Like, the unbuttoned button-up shirt. Where he, like, <laughs> like, it's, like, down to, like, his... Uh, navel. Navel. Yeah. Just, like, Hairy chest, gold chain. It was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. And it's the doctor... From Voyager. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert Picardo. <laughs> oh, and he just You plays... can tell he had fun with this. Oh, he's playing such a douchebag. Yeah. He's a porn producer with his wife. Who is his, like, muse. She's in all this stuff. And Sheena. You Sheena. know, I don't know if it's just because it's a family show. It didn't seem like porn. It seemed like kind of 70s exploitation films. Like They did say adult movies. They did. So you think they And was... he also said the next movie was going to be Triple X in 3D. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So they were just keeping it clean for NBC. Yeah, uh, he, like, does both. He uh, he does, like, the sexploitation, like, Barbarella kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. then also just hardcore porn. Seemed like they were doing a lot of music videos, too. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Which... I think that was just personal use. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's filming that one shot and directing it. Yeah, and totally he walks, walks in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the camera was even on. It was just uh, rehearsal. Yeah. But she cannot sing. No. And that's one thing that really bothers these ghosts. We find out it's an old couple living in the attic. Right. Let's get to the ghosts. Not we gotta, living. We gotta discuss the ghosts a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, these ghosts are played by Eddie Bracken and Evelyn Keys. Both prominent actors in the 20th century. Right. They both got their start in the 1930s and acted well into the 90s, I think. Right. Uh, They both died in, like, the 2000s. Mm -hmm. Um, Some very prominent roles. Right. The guy, I recognized him from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. He was in Home Alone 2, the guy who owned the toy store. Mm -hmm. He was in Heavyweights Uh, as well. Yeah. I didn't recognize the lady. No... And looking back, I haven't seen a lot of the movies that she was in. But, I mean, their payday was, like, in probably, like, the 40s. Yeah, and that's a trend we've seen in this show. Steven Spielberg got a lot of the vaudevillian kind of stars and brought them into this, into the 80s. Yeah, and they constantly joke about how, like, vaudevillian stuff sucks in this show. Yeah. This is the second episode where they're, like, (laughs) trying to show, like, 
they didn't really showcase Vaudevillian in this one, but, like, they still mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And then there was that whole, like, Vaudevillian tribute episode that was, like, the worst episode of this series. <laughs> nutsack aliens. Oh, God. <laughs> we should make stickers of those. <laughs> Just the nutsack head. We'll have two on each one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one they live... than the other. <laughs> they live in the attic, and they're having, like, a really nice dinner. Candlelit, silverware... And oh, they're super. You, they're old timey, like as fuck. Like yeah. dressed up. They really call nice. each other like they like. He's like, oh, thanks, beauty, and she's like, you're welcome, beast. That's, mm-hmm. that's their well, thing. Just cute pet names yeah, for each other, right? And they always talk about like, are you getting prettier each day? I see you. And she's <laughs> like, I probably am, cause you are. Just like vomiting stuff. Do you want to do? Do, stuff like do you want to do all his cheesy pickup lines yeah. for the episode? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I did. Done. Check. So this old couple lives in the attic. Uh, they're eating dinner, which is kind of strange, but it seems like they really enjoy their life. Right. They they like the family they're with that lives in the house now. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, like a nice, typical, nuclear, picturesque family. family. I guess. It wouldn't be too loud with two kids running around, but this is an insane big house, like we said. Yeah. Uh, one of the times we see this is right before the family moves out, the boy and the girl are playing on the staircase. And they're the little playing, boy is psychotic. They're playing Alice in Wonderland. That's what he said. We're gonna play out. He like grabs his sister's doll and he's like, "We're gonna play Alice in Wonderland." Off with her head. Puts her head over the banister and chops it off. The sister jumps over the railing We're going to try to get the doll head. And okay, here's where we get a first demonstration of the old couple's powers. They halt the daughter's fall. Mid-air. Yeah, they have telekinesis. Yeah, or they flew up and grabbed her all invisible. Pretty sure it's telekinesis, because that's how he does it later, too. He just does the little finger twitch. Oh, you're right. stops the guy. Yeah, we get that same power shown at the end of the yeah. episode. Uh, so, they have the power of telekinesis. They have the power to be seen or not seen. Right, based on their choice. or And heard. Yeah. They can make themselves silent, or besides dogs, apparently. Yeah, which we'll get, up some we'll get into that questions. later. We'll get into the relationship of ghosts and dogs later. Because mm-hmm. um, even though it was a small part, it was an important part and weird. But whatever. Um, <laughs> so, this to me is where it started seeming a lot like Beetlejuice. We have the couple who's oh, a ghost yeah. living in the attic, and a new couple moves in and totally changes the downstairs. Right. It makes it look like, uh, like a swinger's house. This kind of resembles the house from uh, Terror Vision. Right. A lot of neon, a lot of pink lighting, uh, statues just not just as water everywhere. A scale as there the the Terror Vision house. That one, that's a movie. Well, this that is one a TV was show. built. You can tell custom built. Yeah. Because the pool room and the huge bedroom, everything. Oh man. This is this is an old house. We get the explanation that it goes back like uh, three different couples have owned it. Right. And. These ghosts have been there that whole time. Mm-hmm. I think the ghost, fam- the ghost couple built the house. Yeah. And then there was three couples to this new one. Mm-hmm. So like three families. They... This is like the first family that they encounter that lives there that they just hate. Yeah. Well, because it's a guy who makes porn and his <laughs> wife that stars in the porn. And we can mention that the wife Sheena is played by Wendy Shaw, who plays Francine in. American Dad. Mm-hmm. And she's in a bunch of TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's very prominent. I love American Dad. Yeah. It's one of my favorite shows, but... Uh, let's see. I didn't recognize her voice. It's very distinct, but I didn't get it when we were listening. Yeah. It sounded familiar. 
Um, so this is where the couple starts to investigate and, like, spy on this new family. They see him outside, and he pushes her into the pool. He's he's a total jerk. He has tons of great, oh, like, quips and yeah, one-liners. that she doesn't get at all. No, she's he, playing a total bimbo. Yeah, she's, like, the val- valley girl dumb. <sighs> she doesn't get it when he's insulting her. It's terrible. Yeah, and he throws out the insults, like, mad. Mm-hmm. And, like, crazy, like, <laughs> all sorts of quips. Um... So they're observing, they're filming that, or they're practicing to film that music video in their bedroom. Yeah, this and is where we find out that she can't sing worth a damn. No. Or dance, I don't think. Well, whatever she was doing in here. The girls don't really know need to know how to dance. Okay. Like, they just <laughs> shake things, and you it can, works. You can shake things, too. It probably works. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> dancing's, dancing's universal. No, it's not. <laughs> I can't dance. <laughs> Um, but they're observing. They're just sitting back in these chairs watching. The de- the the dude ghost Eddie seems kind of into it. Yeah, but like he doesn't want to admit that he's into it. That's just playing on the sexuality of it. Right. He's like embarrassed of it because they're so old timey. Like there's several moments where she covers his eyes, and, and he like <laughs> he pushes it, it yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, the scene where they're trying to scare him in bed, and they just start fucking in front of him. <laughs> That was actually probably the best gag. That comes later, though. So they're showing their powers, and this is when they talk about how they can change from being heard and seen to not uh, when they're observing. Right. I don't think his wife has the total grasp of their powers, but he seems to always explain it. Yeah, and he's the one that always does telekinesis, too. Mm -hmm. We're the only one that sees him do that. Because he pushes the guy over later in the attic. And stops it. Uh And he's the one that stops... Well, we don't know who stopped the kid. Yeah. That was before we saw them. That could be either of them. But uh, I'm guessing it's him, because oh, he seems to be the one that does everything. One more example the dad gave when he was giving him a, like a guided tour through the house is when oh, there was a fire. Yeah, can we talk about that just a little bit, that whole encounter? That was Where strange. they're like walking them through the house. You said that that's something that like just used to happen. Like, and still where, does in a lot of places. Where like the people would like meet the other people that lived in the house and like walk through, because... It seems like the house is already sold, mm-hmm. but yet they're still getting, like, a tour from, like, the the new people are still getting a tour from the old family that's yeah, moving out. This did. Which you, is weird. This does happen in places. That's weird to you me. You meet the couple who live there, and they walk around and just kind of tell you the history of the house, and you get to know them. Uh, I've experienced it in the Midwest. Because I don't, I don't feel like either of those guys... Oh, they did like, not want to be there. Yeah. I loved his line, like, one of his first lines. Robert Picardo, he, like, drives <laughs> up, and he, like, looks down, he's like, what are those, kids? <laughs> Do they live with you? <laughs> then they run up to the window, and she's just, like, doesn't have any idea what to do. <laughs> it's looking at me. <laughs> um, so this is where we listen to her sing for the first time. And that gets repeated several times, and this is where we're like, oh, maybe that's why they're sick of this couple and can't ignore it, because her singing is so... really bad. ...and loud. They can make themselves not be heard, but they still have to hear everything that goes on. And there's probably, there's that and a lot of fucking... What does this, what does this say about the afterlife? That you're just trapped in whatever house you lived in? Maybe where you died. Well, he died outside. Oh, right, he died riding the bike. Yeah, he broke his neck. How did the wife die? She just killed herself? It never says. <laughs> <laughs> she could have outlived him. It was three different like generations yeah. ago, so we don't know. 
Um, but yeah, what's that say? Is every house inhabited by the people who live there? What about, like, high-rise apartments? Maybe they just had such a deep connection to the house that that's why they Do live Do you think there. they have That's like the same yet? thing that happened that, that Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, another, like, and they all, they, the other thing, like, another comparison is that they, like, their space, their secret space is the attic. Yeah. And they're like, as long as we have this attic, we can deal with it. And they can pull minor tricks. Like, in Beetlejuice, they put the sheets over their heads and did the woo. Mm-hmm. And, and they tried to do this without the sheets, just the noise. Yeah. This and is... it did scare them at first. Uh-huh. But then they were just, like, comforting each other, and then it led to fucking. <laughs> and they were just fucking, and, like, while these other moaning noises are going on and inside the, the house. the ghost just back away slowly <laughs> through the wall. Yeah. <laughs> really awkward. That was probably the funniest little gag. Yeah, but it leads to one of the dumbest, in which they watch... A horror video that Sheena is in. Right. What was it? What was the name of the movie? It was uh, like Zombie a, Cannibals. Zombie Cannibal Island or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they get the idea that this is really scarier because it's a horror movie. Right. They're like, look how scared she is of these things in this in this little tape. Obviously, this is gonna work. And they get made up in like skull makeup. They look exactly like the monsters in the movie. Well, not that that took a lot of work. <laughs> well, they did it like instantly. Exactly, they had so that power. like they just they could make themselves look how they wanted. I guess mm-hmm. this doesn't work either because they have got a dog at this time. Like he went out and he stole a dog from a pet shop. He's a, like a fucking Rottweiler. Yeah, this thing's terrible. <laughs> it's terrifying. I mean. Well, he trained it good, like instantly. Yeah, it was like super loyal to him and did whatever he said. He told us that the security camera was off in the pet store, so he just took it. No, it wasn't a pet store. It was a pawn shop. Oh, okay. He said the security camera was off in the pawn shop, because he's like a sleazy dude. Totally. He was selling stuff at the pawn shop, because <laughs> that's the only type of people to go to pawn shops. <laughs> a lot of assumptions in this episode. <laughs> Definitely takes place in California. Palm trees everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, the front yard shot we get of the house is not the same house as we see the interior. No. Or the backyard. Definitely not. This is a house that they rented, like, on some famous street where there's Yeah, mansions. and the inside of the house is just a set piece, obviously. Yeah. But we see the back of the house is just huge, and the side of the house we see, but the front lawn is, like, Beverly Hills. It's just palm trees and green grass. Mm-hmm. Um. Like everything in this show. <laughs> It is California in the 80s, yeah, so I mean, that makes sense. It's, it is what it is. There's no third party. There's no outside help, like in Beetlejuice. Right, well, because he already... They've been haunting for generations. They've been They're not new ghosts. Yeah, they're not new ghosts. They've never haunted. They it's are, still haunting. Even so it's a coexistent haunt, there's still ghosts in the house that's haunting. They have no idea how to scare people, though. No, they don't. Well, this is the first couple they've come across that they're like, eh, you need to leave. Yeah. We can't stay in your ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that really turns them off well, is they actually, go to the attic. is the attic. Yeah. I think every other place, like, nobody else found the attic, I guess. Because all their shit was still in there. And it like, was, undisturbed. It was like a room. Yeah. Uh, now, all the old stuff from the house, all the furniture that that couple must have left... Got crammed up in the attic. Because why else would it be now full of furniture? No, it was the it was the first the ghost couple's stuff. Yeah. It was his bike. He was riding around on the bike that the guy died on, making jokes about it. It was much more cluttered though after this new couple moved in, and it seemed like when we first saw I him, don't think so. 
it was like a maze this time when he was riding that bike. When we saw him the first time, it was much darker, so I'm not sure. But I think it, there was less stuff up there. Mm, maybe. And that's maybe. what she was so upset about. It's like they didn't even have the attic anymore. Mm -hmm. And then he came up and was like, oh, we'll make the attic nicer. Like, we made the rest of the house nice. Yeah, because they discovered the attic. Mm -hmm. They're like, we'll just get rid of all this shit and we'll film your next movie here. <laughs> oh, because they found the jewelry. That's what pushed them over the edge. Uh-huh. Was he was like... Well, first of all, he was making jokes about how he was an idiot for dying on a bike yeah. while riding the guy's bike that he died on. <laughs> Class act. He pushes him over with some telekinesis. No, he doesn't come... He runs up and straight up pushes him. I thought he was across the room. No. Okay. He runs up and he, like, charges him. Mm. I, he didn't have to, obviously, but he was just mad <laughs> because... Well, this is where he was, like... Uh, she was like, hey, look, they were like a vaudevillian act. And he's, she's like, "What? I don't know what that is. He's like, don't worry about oh, it. It's deader than they are. He's just throwing quips and one-liners left and right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but let's get back to when they're in the zombie masks really quick. Okay. They call the dog, and this dog jumps through a wooden door to get to them. And it's not a big, like, per se, muscular dog. Right. It's really slim and streamlined, but it's, it's vicious as hell. I'm not sure it's a Rottweiler. I think it might be a Doberman. No, I'm, I'm bad with dogs, I, so I don't maybe, know. We'll have to look that up. I don't know how to search. Internet, is gonna, they're going to crucify us already. <laughs> yeah, like the three people that listen to this. Yeah, how dare you don't know your dog breeds. <laughs> but uh, they're terrified of dogs. They are. And they established earlier, because this is the second time that they've met the dog, mm -hmm. that dogs can always see them. Still doesn't explain why they care. But I don't understand that they, at all. The They're terrified can, of dogs. Dog they run away them? immediately. Maybe dogs can interact with things. Like, they're like, they're like, can affect incorporeal stuff. Yeah, they got some uh, teeth that go through time space or something. <sighs> <laughs> totally confused there. Why are ghosts scared of dogs? You're ghosts. Yeah. You're already dead. What can it do to you? And they react in a way that's almost like, oh, what is it, dog? Is there a ghost over there? What is it? Is it a Terminator? I mean, because there's only a few things that dogs can detect other than Well, he doesn't think that it's a ghost. She's like, well, you saw them go through the wall. And he's like, I know special effects when I see it. That was strange. So that means special effects are real He's convinced world. that it was the people... The Turners, who, right? Yeah, he's convinced that it was the people that moved out trying to come back. Yeah. And then he thinks that the reason they want to come back is for the jewelry. Because they find the jewelry up in the attic. He's like, oh, this is actually worth money. And they got, like, a bad deal on the house or something. Um, but yeah, he's not phased by this at all. When they go through the wall. No. No pun intended. <laughs> and they've been told that it's haunted. Uh-huh. That was the first thing that the other family said to them when they walked on, up. On moving day. On moving like, day. Like, he's like, hi, nice to meet you. He's like, this house is haunted. The wife said that. <laughs> yeah, first thing she said. This is strange. I just thought, it, like... They probably just figured. Yeah, it was really odd that the first thing she said to them was, this house is haunted on moving day. Yeah. You probably the, don't want to hear that. And then the next, like, the she's like, yeah, he has a story about how it's haunted, too. And they talk about the fire. Mm -hmm. Like, apparently there was a fire that uh, they should have died in. That's what they said. It happened at night. It happened at night. We were all asleep. We should have died. But something, something shook, uh, sh shook me awake. Mm -hmm. The dad says this. Yeah. And... Why are they telling everyone, like... That's just storytelling, man. <laughs> Exposition. I mean, the house is already sold. I guess they can't be like, whoa, this house, this this is haunted? 
Yeah, it could have been much darker. Yeah. If this old couple knew what they were doing. But they don't. And, uh, yeah, we're back in the attic. And this is when the couple discovers it, and they find the rings, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna pawn these, they're real, and get some cash for them. Yeah, and then he's just, like, talking about how, like, shitty all their stuff is. Gonna clear it out and film the the 3D porn. Yeah, triple X 3D porn. That... I don't know if he has a name for it yet. No, he didn't have a name. Oh, uh, he said, uh, Sheena does everything. Yeah. Because <laughs> you see a lot of these movie posters throughout the house, and I think they're done pretty well. Yeah. It's good poster or good design. Yeah. They look pretty legit, but that's the studio you're working with, with Steven Spielberg. Um, the movie that they show was terrible. It was mm-hmm. just her running through some ferns. And people carrying spears behind her. Yeah, yeah like with the black oh, was, black and white faces. It was sad. <laughs> they didn't spend any time on that no. at all. Uh, yeah, so he gets really pissed, the older ghosts. Um, and he pushes the fucker out the window. Yep, kills he's gonna, him. He's going to. He's planning on it. Yeah. He's like, get the fuck And then the wife was like, Crossed her arm is like you can't do this, and he's just like fine. And he does his like little twirly finger thing. And you know why? Because he'd then live with them, <laughs> and Sheena would move on. But they'd have this they'd have jerk that guy. living that with seems them in like the a house. Good, like, that would be like its own TV show. Oh, that like, seems so good. Like a ghost, like the three of them as ghosts trapped in this house. Just a pervy eighties douche, <laughs> leather wearing porn director ghost living with an old vaudevillian couple. And okay, and then like a family moves in because somebody new has to move into the house. No, it's the same family. Oh, they obviously. move back. Well, because they did. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. For some goddamn reason. This guy is definitely gonna die because there's a lot of talking and looks shared before he stops him from falling and hitting the ground. Oh yeah. He freezes him in midair and then like flips him upright and drops him the last few feet, just like they did to the little girl. Mm-hmm. The and that's, Sheena has run down and met him at this time. This is where that's it for them. He's yeah. this is where they realize, oh my god, that's not special effects. These are ghosts. That was magic. And then they run off to the fucking. <laughs> they run into the street, like in between cars that are coming. This they're gone. All their shits left behind. Uh, and the other couple moves back. They were unhappy. For, yeah, they. Yeah. As in the wife was unhappy. Well, you can tell because he has to take an hour each way to work, and that's like his whole reason for wanting to move. Which is a good reason. And at the end, he's he's conceded. He's like, yeah, he's like, what's an extra? What's what's an hour a day? What's an hour drive to work? Back Two hours work. a day. Yeah. You know, that's only like a hundred hours every month. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe it didn't work in the city, like. The kids were getting picked yeah, on. It was so, all the wife, man. You think so? Yeah, she just kept nagging at him. He's like, fine, I'd rather just drive. That, that's a big assumption to make based on the evidence we have, but who knows. Uh, another thing is he's now feeding these ghosts. Yeah, he he flips up the burgers. Like, he tells her, hey, you want to see something I learned? Or something like that. And he flips the burger, and then the ghosts catch it. And all of a sudden, they also have buns. They probably just nab those from the table. Yeah, because they have telekinesis, so like, whatever. Yeah. But why do they need to eat? And Maybe they don't. They just enjoy it. This was strange. Do I'm kind of disturbed at the fact that they're meat-eating ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, 
But that raises the question at the beginning of this episode, did they, like, nab the food that they were eating? Do they always just go down and raid the fridge at night? That's another reason he wanted to get out. He's like, I can't afford to feed an extra two people. Who aren't even real. That's why they don't have... That's the extra two and a half. They don't have a pet. They have ghosts. (laughs) That's two and a half kids. It's either pets or ghosts. Oh, wow. They need to get a dog. (laughs) They do. And this brought up an interesting question about Beetlejuice. Why is there no dog in Beetlejuice? Yeah, I mean, Tim Burton loves dogs. There's been a dog in everything. There's that whole theory that uh, the dog from, like, the prim- or, uh, the Corpse Bride and Frankenweenie and... Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, that they're all the same dog. I can see that. Yeah. Who knows, that might be a fun Easter egg. I don't know why, like, the... the I picture, the, the like, the Home Alone mom from Beetlejuice that mm-hmm. was in that. Like her character having like like a like a pur like a purse dog. I was like thinking one of those little purse dogs. Like a super villain, big Persian white cat. Either of those could work. Yeah, but you know that. what? Otto's kind of the dog. He can sense ghosts. Yeah, he is. And he's colorblind. Yeah, he's yeah. the dog. <laughs> All right, this has been a maze ball. Oh well, actually, we like let's talk about the ending. Oh, okay. I guess I don't want to. That was the ending. Yeah. It was the, like, they throw up the burgers, they're sitting, like, the ghosts are sitting in their own chairs, up, up on, on the roof, roof uh-huh. uh, and they're talking about how nice it is that they're a family again, and that it's like, we got those horrible porn people out of our house. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Well, yeah, it just cuts to black. Cuts to black. I guess the moral of the story is family values. Yeah. Uh, reject like change. Kind of just a one-off episode. Yeah. And we were talking about how it went by really fast. It did seem fast compared to, like, some of the episodes. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like 20 minutes. It wasn't dragging on. It it had a good pace. They always cram a lot in there. But yeah, this one seemed to fly by. And I guess that's a good thing, because it wasn't that good. Yeah, it was decent. Mm -hmm. Like, there have definitely been worse ones, like Santa 85. Oh. And the (laughs) Ballsack Alien Vaudevillian episode. Right. But this one wasn't, like, 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 it wasn't up there with, like, uh... The mission. The mission or guilt guilt trip. Oh, guilt trip was a good one. Or uh, a sitter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, minimal. This special one was effects. like lukewarm amazing. You know, this one had some bad special effects in it. It did. The first time when the girl fell off the banister, the color matching was terrible. Yeah, and him. Uh, they did that little gag where they came through the walls, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously there's like a bunch of risque posters of this. Porn actress all over the place. So his head is so his head through. is sticking through, and it's like his head on her body. And, like, <laughs> and, and it looked bad. Oh yeah, like he was this just was probably one of the worst special curtain. effects. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, like did they get just like like was their regular special effects guy off the set? Well, I this think week? their budget went into all the props for this house after the couple moved in because not only are there like custom made posters. There's a shitload of neon. There's like a big penis fountain in the entryway. Yeah, the li- the the neon lips. So many like cheetah skin blankets and covers. Yeah. Lots of that. Very very much like the Terror Vision. House. Lots of red and pink light bulbs yeah. used. <laughs> but this uh, was uh, that's it for this week. Yep. Um, boo. So I guess the moral of the story is change is bad. Reject people who you don't like. Right, that different viewpoints are bad. And you're going to be stuck wherever you lived forever. Right, yeah. So I hope you liked where, like, 
where you're currently living when you die, because that's where you're going to spend eternity. What if they demolish it and put a golf course there? You you're just, stuck in the golf like, course. Sitting on the greens during a thunderstorm? I guess so, yeah. That blows. It does, it does, but you could get lucky and, like, get something cool built over where your house used to be. <laughs> like a mall. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can still eat. It'd be fun to be a ghost in a mall. <laughs> I wonder how big of a section you could traverse, though. Oh, I don't know. But just the, the square footage of where you lived. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, you know, they make, like, being a ghost trapped in a house wouldn't be too bad. Because I bet that, like, if I died and I was stuck in my house, the next people that would move in there probably going to watch Netflix or something. At least. <laughs> okay. So not much would change. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, just be dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, so next week's episode is... Uh, Dorothy and Ben. And this is a story about two people stuck in a coma. Right. One guy's been in a 40-year coma, and he wakes up, but he can, like, telepathically commute with a 7-year-old who is currently in a coma. All right. We'll see how so that goes. It's one of those, like, feels... going to be one of those feelsy episodes rather than, like, the comedy or the horror ones. That could be a false assumption. Who knows? We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.